Welcome to the Happy Pod Daily for simple tips and tools for navigating your day and staying happy. This is your daily reminder to focus on yourself. It is Thriving Thursday today, which means everything related to living your best life, whether that be emotionally, mentally, physically, or anything in between. Let's get you feeling your best. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Thriving Thursday. My name is Imogen and I am Happiness Co's in-house health coach. Today, I'm going to be talking about the link between what you eat and how you feel. And if you want to thrive in life, we need to take care of ourselves. And the best way to do that is with the food that you fuel your body with. People ask me often, so what's the best food to give me long-lasting energy and boost my mood? The key is really to keeping your blood sugar levels balanced. When your blood sugar and glucose levels are inconsistent, you have constant highs and lows in your energy, your mood, your cognitive function, and this also increases your risk of lifestyle-related diseases. Now, I'm going to be talking about two things today. One, the emotional link that we have with food, our morning coffee that puts us in the best mood, that Friday afternoon wine that just makes us feel really good too. And also the second thing is the physiological response to food, how food impacts our gut health and our blood sugar control. You see, there's a huge rise of inflammatory conditions, lifestyle diseases, gut and digestive setbacks and mental health issues. And a lot of these are related and linked back to bad nutrition. If you dive into, you know, high energy foods and food that gives you energy rather than food that takes away your energy, that's what I'm going to talk about now. Because the more energy you have, the better you feel, the more motivated you are to take care of yourself. And on the other hand, when we lack energy or when we feel tired, we tend to make poor choices. Then on the other side, when you feel uplifted and positive within yourself, you make more conscious choices, not just around food, but in every area of your life. And ultimately, we want to get to a point where it just becomes you, that you simply and automatically go for food that nourishes you and gives you the most energy and you don't even think about the ones that don't. So if I would ask you, what foods rob you of your energy? Have a think about it. I'm going to share some that rob my energy. And when I mean rob you of your energy, I mean physically make you feel sluggish or, you know, the internal negative dialogue starts. Why did I eat that? I feel so bloated. I feel so lethargic right now. That's what I mean by food that robs you of your energy. So have a good think about it. I'm very clear on what food robs me of my energy. You know, if I eat red meat, that makes me feel really sluggish and slows down my entire digestive activity. Pasta, sugar, highly processed and fatty foods and fast carbs. And fast carbs, that's something that I'm going to come back to later, but that is, they are some Foods that give you a fast burst of energy, but then they leave you crashing afterwards, right? And I'm going to get into that shortly, but I want you to have a think about when you eat these foods consistently, how do you feel? 
Do you feel sluggish? Do you feel run down? Do you feel heavy? You know, I definitely don't have that extra skip in my step like I normally do when I eat the foods that give me energy. And then have a think about what emotion is associated with that food. Because when we are stressed or when we're emotional, food can serve as a comfort. It actually raises serotonin levels in the brain, which are those feel-good chemicals that allow us to relax. So in some ways, eating low-energy food or comfort foods can be a solution to calm your nervous system. But they only make us temporarily feel better because, I guess, while we're eating them, but then afterwards, it leaves us crashing. You know, the thing is, lots of people use food as self-medication. And, you know, when we're feeling down or we're feeling upset, we reach for that wine or we've had a busy day at work. We grab that first thing that we do is grab some chocolate or go for that coffee for that extra mood boost. But is this really making us feel better? And what can we do to, I guess, when we feel out of control around food and when our mood starts dictating what we eat. We don't think about balancing our blood sugar levels, you know, but this is actually the biggest predictor of mood on a daily basis. And because of the busy lifestyle patterns and reliance on stimulus, right, these give us this, this hit like a drug in the moment. But what goes up must come down and it leaves us feeling tired, lethargic and actually enhances the original state we were in before we ate it. When we form a strong connection with our nutrition, we are less reliant on the hits. It comes down to eating food that gives you longer lasting energy and keeps you fuller for longer and minimizing those fluctuations. So now I'm going to ask you what food gives you energy and physical energy. It makes you, you know, feel like you do have that spring in your step, right? It makes you feel good, light, full of life. You have optimal digestion. For me, it's, you know, light foods, salads, soups, fish, lots of vegetables and fruit, right? And the best food for your mood is actually a slow burning carbohydrate, right? That is going to help you with consistent energy levels. So I'm going to come back to fast carbohydrates, what I was talking about earlier on. Fast carb is going to give you a fast burst of energy, but it's going to leave you crashing after. That is basically an example is anything white, right? White bread, sugar, potato, white rice and pasta, right? I always say there is a time and a place for these foods. I'm not saying don't eat them at all. And, you know, the right time and place to have a fast carbohydrate would be right before a workout to give you a fast burst of energy because you're going to burn a lot of energy during that workout or right after a workout when your blood sugar levels are, are low and you need that fast burst to get them back up to a balanced level so that you have the energy you need to move on with the rest of your day. Now on the other side, these slow burning carbs, what I was discussing about before, is you know these give you longer lasting energy and they keep you fuller for longer. Some examples of a slow burning carb would be a wholemeal, anything wholemeal, 
quinoa, brown rice, vegetables, oats, and low GI foods. So when you're in the supermarket and you know you might notice on packaging that something says low GI, these are foods that are not going to spike your blood sugar levels as much as what a fast burning carb would. And then low sugar fruit, beans, and legumes. As well as balancing out our blood sugar levels to give us consistency in our mood and energy, it is just as important to take care of our gut health because it is proven that poor gut health relays back to mental health issues like anxiety and depression. You know that serotonin, that happy hormone, is actually created in your gut biome. So if we take care of our gut, we take care of our mood. Now, unfortunately, sugar, which is a fast carb, remember, is hidden on the back of packaging in so many different names, 65 to be exact. And, you know, this can be so detrimental to our mental and physical health. The thing is, our body simply cannot tell the difference between sugar, agave nectar, coconut, palm sugar, glucose, corn syrup, fructose, malt syrup, honey, the list goes on. There are so many more names. And I'm not saying don't have any of these things, but it is important to understand that they have the same impact on your body that sugar does. And remember, I said that there is a time and a place to have sugar or a fast carbohydrate. But if you suffer from anxiety or depression or any other mental health issues, this may be something you consider to minimize from your diet. Now, I'm going to finish off with talking about self-control because often people say to me, you need to have a high level of self-control to create habits around food. But new studies actually show that that is not true. People who have higher levels of self-control are not better at avoiding temptation. They are better at planning. Instead of having quick fix foods in the cupboards, they have healthy snacks planned, ready to go. They know if they have a busy afternoon and are going to need an extra pick-me-up between meetings that they bring a protein bar or some mixed nuts with them to make sure that they get the energy they need to keep their mood and their cognitive function consistent. The thing is, when they are tempted to go to the vending machine, they have an alternative. So if you want to thrive in life, eat food that gives you energy versus the food that strips it of you. Keep your blood sugar levels balanced and instead of focusing on self-control or controlling yourself, focus on more taking the, the active steps to plan ahead so that we can control our environment and not let our environment control us. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of your day.